Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Daily Stock Day Trading Podcast in my ears Guiding me through my hopes and fears Tune in daily, don't miss a single show Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow Taking risks, making moves, seeking success Together we'll conquer, no room for any less Listen now Good morning, it is Friday, February 23rd And I got a decent night's sleep uh, Everybody commented about the... Uh, the energy on yesterday's uh, podcast, I didn't think I had any more energy than normal. But uh, if you were uh, listening and you liked the energy, you can thank Penny, uh, the dog, for that one. Because I was awakened at 7.30 yesterday morning. Not really awakened. I'm usually in bed. But I thought somebody was blowing leaves in my backyard. And I kind of you know heard it for a little while. Didn't think anything about it. But then I realized uh, my neighbor was uh, had a tree service cutting down the tree that kind of covers over both of our – it's right next to my bedroom window. And so there were guys out there, and uh, little Penny decided to tell uh, the, the tree guys she did not like what they were doing. So I had a little bit of energy from chasing a, a little nine-pound chihuahua around the house to try and calm her down. Uh, she uh, – you know, you, you ever see a dog that shakes with the excitement? Yeah, that was Penny yesterday. So maybe that was me on the podcast. My apologies to anybody that didn't like the energy, but F you, it's my show. What the hell are you going to do? Um, I love Seeking Alpha. You know, I get that. Yeah, I tell you guys this all the time. Seeking Alpha is, is, is one of the greatest. It's 189 bucks for a year. You get it if you go over here to my link tree down to the third link. Or no, I'm sorry. It's the second link. Get $50 off. But I'll tell you a couple of reasons why I like um, Seeking Alpha. First, I get an email every morning with the Daily Stock Pick core portfolio because I've imported the, de- the core portfolio into uh, their portfolio. You can import your own portfolio and get that same email. What it said was uh, rating upgrade. Goldman Sachs got an upgrade in their quant service from hold to buy. There was a downgrade, rating downgrade. Netflix got a uh, move from buy to hold. That usually tells me with a good stock, that moves down, I may want to look at it, I may want to buy it with a stock that moves up. If I own it, great, let me look at maybe trimming it. That's the first reason why I like Seeking Alpha. Second reason why I like Seeking Alpha, I can log on this website and just look at at four stocks to watch. This is the trending news. You can go to the news segment if you want or the analysis segment or the market data segment. You can go there and just look at this stuff. But what I really like is scrolling down here, and you can customize your. I haven't customized this, by the way, um, and I need to. But I, I like it the way that it is. I like getting all of the information. I don't want to, you know, limit myself from the information. I pay 189 bucks a year. I want that information. So this tells me the tech and communication stocks' latest analyst strong buys. These are from the quant five, uh, five, the large cap. Mid cap, small cap. Do you want to find a small cap? Boston Omaha Corporation just got upgraded to a uh, in the technology sector to a 5.0. May want to look at some of those. Then analysis for you. It takes a look at my portfolio, looks at what I uh, what I reviewed, and it says, "Ooh, you may want to look at these analysis. Apple. It knows I'm a huge Apple holder. Well, Apple China problem now, U.S. problem. You can read that analysis. I love that, and it's specifically based on me, based on what I've searched for, based on what I own, things of that sort. Financial stocks. Here's the latest analyst recommendations for strong buys. You can see SoFi Technologies, strong buy in the mid cap section. We go over that one all the time. I think it's a ten dollar stock. So do some analysts because they think it's a strong buy. Latest quant rating. 
strong buys. We can go over here and it's 4.66. Again, these are just quant ratings. This is from the analyst street. Uh, latest quant ratings in staple stocks, Tyson Foods. I would never touch Tyson Foods. Uh, Molson Coors, kind of like the company. Kroger, I'm not in a, into a, a supermarket. Um, Post Holdings, uh, Price Smart, and then Small Crap Vector Group. Uh, I don't know a lot of these names. Here's the latest quant from Consumer Discretionary. I bought BLDR. Um, look at what's up there. DR Horton, Pulte Group, Home Buyers. Look at Ulta. Uh, I I don't I own Ulta instead of Elf. I probably should be an Elf, uh, but Ulta has been on a tear. Look at Play in the Mid Cap, Dave and Buster's. That just got updated. So I love. Look at this latest analyst strong buys. Stellantis. Uh, Mercedes-Benz, Volkswagen, they're obviously looking at, uh, in the consumer discretionary, some uh, auto plays. Um, there's not GM and Ford. Notice that. There's not Tesla. So latest in uh, analyst strong buys. And then the industrial sector, boy, look at that. BLDR. That's a latest analyst strong buy, 5.0. So again, I love this because you can even go down here and look at ETFs. What, the, what are the ETFs that they're saying? Boy, and wouldn't it be nice to have NVDL, the two times long NVIDIA uh, daily? That would be great. You're interested in energy stocks? Boom. Here's the latest analyst on energy. So again, for 189 bucks, this is a fantastic tool. And all you do is go over here. You save 50 bucks when you go to the second link on Linktree and get Seeking Alpha Premium. I would suggest, even if you don't get the premium, I use this service for free for long before I got the premium. But I love this, and 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 this is the reason why. Again, I can put this show together in five minutes because I can put, look at this trending news. You can do this too. Next week, I will be off on Wednesday and Thursday. I will still do a newsletter, but I will be off on Wednesday and Thursday. So make sure you're at least signed up for the free version of uh, uh, Seeking Alpha so that you can get it. Um, I'll still pull down a newsletter. And if you're interested in the newsletter, it's right here. It's dailystockpick.substack.com. It's also at the link tree. You can do it, but it's free during the week. The weekend, I will do a paid newsletter. This weekend's uh, paid newsletter, it's going to be candlesticks. It's going to be how I day trade on candlesticks, going to be looking at exactly which candlestick patterns I like, which ones I don't, things of that sort. So if you want the paid, you can get the paid. Um, but if you want the free, the free comes out every day and, and you can actually trade on the free. So why not sign up again? And that, that one's free. Uh, so let's talk about some news. NVIDIA makes Wall Street history. Rally continues with $2 trillion in sight. This is just a rally that, that, you know, I said it yesterday. Hey, if you don't have NVIDIA, you should get it. Look at the Qs. The Qs are basically gapped up. And, and you got a gap here between 426 and 433. Understand this gap up, you've got to wait a couple of days because if it starts to return to that gap, most likely it's going to fill that gap. We still have volume at that gap between 425 and 428. So I would fully expect it to come back there. I don't know if it is. It's at 440 right now. You just opened up at 440. The Qs are up uh, half a percent. Yesterday, we were up to almost 3%. I hope your portfolio soared. I really hope your portfolio soared. SMCI was down a couple of percent. It's back uh, almost to even now. Uh, NVIDIA. NVIDIA is up 3% to 811. Uh, but yeah, the charts, they're crazy. Uh, I, I still say wait three days for NVIDIA. If you don't have an NVIDIA position, so here, here's my guidance for NVIDIA. If you don't have an NVIDIA position today, check your ETFs. If they're not over 4% in NVIDIA, if you don't own any NVIDIA uh, outright, just buy it. At some point in time over the next year and a half, so probably by the end of next year, this is going to be a $1,000 stock. That would be a nice, what, 20, 30% move? And, and so you may go back down to 500. You may hit this 500 level. If something unforeseeable happens, say NVIDIA you know, runs into a problem, Taiwan is all of a sudden taken over. Well, most of the NVIDIA chips are made at Taiwan Semi in Taiwan. If China invades, this is back to 500. Uh, say something like that happens. I want you to load up the Brinks truck and basically get into this stock. Uh, that would be an opportunity to get into this stock. Doesn't mean that you made a bad choice in buying at 800. 
it would just mean that, hey, there's an opportunity to buy this one. They will come back. Things will go back to normal. Um, that's you know, They will find other foundries like Intel to make their, their chips. It will happen. Uh, it's not the end of the world. But if you don't have a position, I would get in. If you do have a position, my guidance is like I, like what I'm doing. Wait three days. We're probably not going to touch this gap that was made between 675 and 741. We're probably not going to touch it. And so that gap, if you start to get filled, um, it, you probably will start to fill it. Um, but if it doesn't fill, then you're using 741 as support. And I think you get back to the 700s. I think this 800 is is hype. I think it's rally. Uh, I don't don't think that it's overpriced. The, the pricing is completely justified. But I do think at some point in time, sellers show up. Right now, your RSI is at, you're overbought at 73. I mean, we've been at 90 on this one. Um, this was uh, 84. Uh, so it's not unrealistic. Look at how high that MACD is. I just don't want to enter in during the hype phase. So that's my guidance for uh, NVIDIA. If you want exposure to NVIDIA, but you don't want to buy NVIDIA outright, here are semiconductor ETFs takeoff that NVIDIA's earnings report. You can see the NVIDIA exposure uh, in SMH, SOXX, XSD, PSI, SOXL. So you can see the, uh, the, the NVIDIA exposure in these. SMH has 24% weighted in NVIDIA. So if you want exposure, but you don't want to buy NVIDIA at the highs, just get yourself a semi-ETF. That's, that, again, that's the way I would play it. Uh, yesterday, there were a lot of comments about my my using the watering the weeds. Um, I wanted to bring that back because it's not my quote. It is uh, Peter Lynch. And this is a story. And it's from Yahoo. So everybody's going to be able to read this. Um, but it was basically Warren Buffett had read Peter Lynch's book. And he loved this quote uh, about uh, holding on to your runners and um, uh, getting rid of your losers. And and the, the, the quote is... Um, uh, you, if you get rid of your runners, meaning that you don't let them run, you you get too nervous and, and you get, you cut out and you're like, oh my God, Lunar, for instance, it's up 32% at 1095. Anybody that got in at four, $4, and I was talking about it, anybody that got in at $4, if you're not letting it run um, and you're not letting, you're not looking at charts and seeing that it do, it's doing something and, and you're taking profits too soon just because you want to, you're cutting your, you're cutting your winners. Uh, your losers, if you're down 10%, I'm in DocuSign. I have too many stocks in my portfolio now. So the watering the weeds was totally personal in that I need to get rid of some stuff because I do have some losers. I've got to stop watering my weeds and I've got to allow my runners to, to, to win. SMCI, perfect example. The algorithm in SMCI didn't get me out. I let emotions take over and I sold at 850 well, did the algorithm get me out? No, <laughs> no. And yeah, I laugh because the, the reality is there's nothing you can do. You feel uncomfortable. You can't go to sleep at night. You feel you're like, oh my God, it just crashed from a thousand to 850. I'm going to take my profits because I've got a hundred percent gain in this. There's nothing wrong with that. You, I could have trimmed it. I could have held on to it. I still hold it in my brokerage. So I didn't get completely out, but in my retirement account, I can get back in. You know, again, if it breaks a thousand, I'm going to get back in and maybe I get in at a thousand. Well, maybe it runs to 1100. That's still a great profit. Doesn't mean that, you know, me getting out at 850 was a mistake. I just missed 850 to a thousand. Big deal. You know, again, you have to be happy with your product. So read this article because it's a really good article about, uh, you know, how the, the quote came about what it means, how Peter Lynch manages his portfolio. I, it, the amount of uh, response that I got from that quote tells me you guys want this, so I'll include it in the newsletter. Uh, one of my uh, losers that I probably should be trading and not necessarily holding, I think I hold two shares of this, so it's not much. It's IONQ. I saw this and, and I said, I got I to put this in the newsletter. IONQ is uh, quantum computing for anybody that wants to know. It's a um, analysis, IONQ upgrading to buy based on new information. Great article. Again, Seeking Alpha, the quant has it as a strong sell at 1.37. 
uh, if you click on that, click on that quant rating, they will tell you exactly why. It's momentum, it's revisions, it's profitability, it's growth. They're not making money. I mean, there is nothing good about this stock, but it's hype. You should actually trade it. Don't own this one like I do. Um, you know, again, the IONQ, it's kind of a crazy thing. Reddit, uh, I applied for their IPO. I do have a Reddit group. Uh, it is down here at the bottom, I think. Do I still have it at the bottom? Yeah. The Reddit community is at the very bottom. Think about joining it. Uh, we got a few people in there. Pretty good group. Um, not bad, you know, conversations. We have a Facebook group if you're on Facebook, if you're a boomer like me. And you, yeah, I, I definitely post more in the private Facebook group than I post on Reddit. It's hard for me to keep up with all this stuff. But what do I think of the Reddit IPO? Uh, I, you know, here's my problem. I don't think that they have a clear path to growing their revenues. Um, it's not clear how they make money uh, because it's not an advertising-based business. Uh, they generate $804 million in 2023. That's up from $667 million in 2022. That's not a huge uh, gain. They had gross margins of 86 and 84%. That's fantastic. Uh, net losses during the same time periods were $90 million. They're losing money. So while they have revenue and gross margins, they're still losing money. So I don't know where they're making money. Uh, one of the the assumptions was that they'll sell their data to uh, AI models so that AI mo- large language models can train. That to me would be a problem. I you know if you look at Wall Street bets, they don't like this. And so when when your own community is going to short your own stock, that's a problem. So I'd stay away from this one, even though it probably will be good to trade on with hype. I don't think I think you trade this on tight time frames. I don't think that you go out and buy this. Uh, biggest stock movers, uh, Block. We'll go over this one in a little bit. Uh, it surged over thirteen percent. It is clear. Uh, Square is the winner oh, between Square and PayPal. You should own Square. I own both. I'm getting out of my PayPal. I've told you I'm getting out of my PayPal. Uh, it might be, you know, wa- it's about watering those weeds and watering the the weeds on that one. Um, shares of Carvana. Carvana uh, jumped 29% as the used car reported its first ever profit and forecasted Q1 adjusted. You guys know Carvana's buying my car for a lot of money. I'd be a little bit scared of this one. The short interest in that one is huge. Uh, biggest stock losers booking holdings. Uh, shares fell 9% despite better than expected Q4 results and initiation of a dividend, the ongoing Middle East, blah, blah, blah. Mercado lead rate dropped 7%. I'll go over the earnings. Intuit missed. Square, um, I didn't, actually, the, the interesting thing, I didn't know Square owned Tidal Music. Tidal Music is the uh, the 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 uh, service that does uh, music, just like um, it's owned by Jay Z, I think. Sorry, I had to yell at somebody on the YouTube live about a uh, obvious obvious dump and pump, uh, pump and dump, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, ugh, God. Uh, Mercado Libre lost. Um, they dropped all of the earnings yesterday. It was into it. Uh, Square did really well. Carvana up. Uh, Melly. Uh, down lunar landed on the moon we'll go over all of that in a little bit uh DraftKings uh they got a a, a nice bump up DraftKings did uh firm sees significant uh, growth in the US DraftKings good play I, I again I think this one has found its bottom at 40 um uh, it's trading at 4185 right now I think if you can get in at this point, I think it's setting up for a nice little, uh, nice little run here. You got the MACD that's right at the oscillator. You got the RSI at forty nine. You got upgrades coming in. Their earnings are behind them. Their earnings, their guidance was a little bit disappointing, but I don't think it's crazy. You got March Madness coming up. You don't think DraftKings is going to go up on March Madness? They're going to have something. Uh, that's it. Yeah, into it. Uh, they did not do well into it. Uh, I think it was the same thing. Guidance was down. They are down 1%. It wasn't a huge, I think it was down like 4 or 5%. Now it's down 1%. This is the TurboTax thing. So yeah, I think it's um, something that if you think TurboTax is going to blow it out of the water into it's your thing. Uh, I like, somebody contacted me last night about doing taxes. I told her, I said, Cash App allows you to do taxes for free. I, that's what I'm going to do. I, I have a very simple tax structure. So uh, income by like, you know, two or three sources. And then I have my stock stuff with, I, I can kind of probably just uh, summarize in the cash app just to check to see what I get back on cash app. I always suggest doing your taxes in two um, software portfolios. If you don't have a tax professional, 
two software um, systems so that you can compare and look at the forms. Forms, we should be able to do our taxes on the back of a postcard. This is one thing Donald Trump was 100% correct about. 90% of America should be able to submit. And the IRS knows what you owe. They're just like, yeah, you tell me what you owe. And then if you don't do it well enough, I'm going to ding you and I'm going to audit you. F you, IRS. F you. Uh, so DraftKings up. Uh, Block. Um, they, they had a crazy good quarter. Uh, crazy good quarter. Unlike Rivian. Unlike Lucid. Unlike PayPal. This was just how you run a company. How you guide. It is up 21% today. 21%. Remember I said, this is from a long time ago, this $87, we're going up there. Let's let's look at the weekly because most likely that's looking at a weekly line. Uh, no, it's not looking at a weekly line. But today at 84, uh, I think that's the resistance level that you get to at about 90. Uh, we hit it here, we pulled back. We hit it here, we pulled back. Here we hit 82, we pulled back. I think if you get a higher high, I think if you pass 90, I think you can buy it here anywhere between 85 and 90 and get maybe get back to the 200-day. Again, it, this was a transformational quarter. Uh, I didn't know that they owned the title music service, like I said. Uh, that was what they wrote down in the quarter, but everything else was super, super strong. Um, Carvana. Uh, we can look at Carvana because uh, I, I trashed Carvana yesterday. They are up 40% today. 40%. 40%. Again, I say it again. 40%. I shouldn't have trashed this. In my personal opinion, this is a, a, a short squeeze. The valuation on this makes no sense, but I think it is a short squeeze. If we go over here and we look at Carvana, cause just because I don't know how to look it up, you look at the short float, 35% is, is shorted. Okay? I think this is a short squeeze. Soared in pre-market as Friday, Raymond James upgraded its rating on the stock to market perform. Tempe, Arizona based, rose 19% in the after hours trading. So the 40% comes on the back of this, this uh, upgrade by Raymond James. Um, let's see. Did they put a price target on it? I don't know. Uh, today, no price targets. They just moved it to a market perform and an outperform. Th- those are today. Carvana's, you know, this is a rebound story. It's not a horrible rebound story. Uh, I still wouldn't get into it. They're still not making money. I don't believe in the used car market. But if you think that they're going to uh, get back, that 200-day is right in par there. So that 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 is right in line with where you might be. Look at this stock before uh, pandemic. I mean, in February of 2020, uh, 2020, before the pandemic hit, before the world shut down, this was a $102 stock. I, I think the same management's in place. So I don't, again, I won't condemn anybody for getting in, but it's up 40% today. So that's crazy. Um, Here's the Mercado Libre. Profit hurt by one-time tax expense. Stop slips 9%. I think you buy on the weakness. I've said it before though. Um, Personally, I I like this, this, uh, the weekly chart that it has. This weakness, you do have this um, $1,300 gap down here which could be affected, um, but it's quickly going down. Now, if we look at the weekly where uh, I saw that that thing, you're, you're not even down to the bottom of this trend. Uh, if we extend this out, let's just extend this out because if we extend that out there, uh, you're not at the down at the bottom, but you're close to the bottom. And if, if this continues this trend, then you're looking at significantly higher highs. Uh, I like the company except for the valuation. If we go over here and we look at Melly, uh, the forward PE is 34. Again, if you're going to take write-offs, if you're going to uh, you know lower your guidance, that's a high PE. Uh, the the forward PE is 30. The the PE is 84. If we look at Amazon, um, you look at Amazon has a forward PE of 32. They didn't lower their guidance. They have a PE of 60. So I think Amazon's cheaper in my mind. I think Amazon's better than Melly, but uh, if we go over here to Seeking Alpha, again, this is why I love Seeking Alpha because I can go over here and I can say, you know what? Let me look at things, uh, Melly versus uh, Amazon. We're going to select the symbols and we're going to take out that. We're gonna, just going to look at Amazon, uh, the two, because everybody calls Melly the Amazon of uh, Latin America. 
Look at this. One year, Amazon's up 82%. Melly's up 62%. Three year, uh, Melly is up 1%. Amazon's up 9%. Five year, uh, Melly is up 386. Amazon's only up 114. So long term, Melly had the opportunity. Short term, it does look like Amazon's beating him. One month, Melly's down 6%. It's the PE. The PE is driving this one crazy. And that's it. So uh, Lunar landed on the moon. If we go and we look at Lunar, I'm going to uh, go over here. They landed their uh, their their uh, lunar lander on the moon at 8 o'clock last night. What I want to show you is uh, I expected this to crash. I expected them to crash that, that aircraft or spacecraft, whatever it is. Uh, it did not crash. But what I want to show you is the after hours in um, TrendSpider, because if we, uh, not the trading, display after hours. I want to show you in a five-minute chart uh, the after hours uh, action in this, because when they landed on the moon, it was nuts. This is, uh, again, this is 1845, which is what, 645? This is where they started. If you were trading this around landing on the moon, uh, as it started to land, you had confirmation. This candle right here, confirmation. You could have bought at 992. And once it lost confirmation, you sold at 1137. Doesn't matter that this one, this is when they, you know, 4 a.m. this morning when the news actually hit and nobody was watching the stock market. It was at, uh, you know, it opened up at 1242. It, it closed at 1350. It got to 1435. And you got there around 8 o'clock this morning as well. You've lost all the confirmation. So if you're in Lunar, uh, I think somebody on live asked me uh, about Lunar. I said, hey, if you bought it $4, you sell it 11 because you have no confirmation whatsoever right now. It's losing confirmation. The movement is down. I would sell it. Take your profits. You can buy back in lower. Even if you bought in at $4 and you sell at 11 doesn't mean you can't buy back in at 8 I would say the support here is about $8.60. I think it comes down to there. I think you're looking at an $8 stock here. So Lunar, uh, yeah, I, I like it. I don't love it. Uh, let's talk about SMCI. Uh, I think I gave some guidance on SMCI uh, with the uh, during the live. So let's, let's just look. I'm going to go over here to Twitter because I don't think I gave this uh, uh, on the podcast. And if I did, I'm sorry, but I'm just going to go back to it. Um, TrendSpider put out a great chart about SMCI. Um, and I want to show it because it shows the hype train and exactly what uh, typically happens. Uh, and what typically happens is this is from John Paul Rodriguez, Department of Global Studies and Geography, Hofstra University. This is the stealth phase where nobody really knows about it. This is where people start to get notice of it. This is where I started talking about it. You got the first sell off because, yeah. It's a small cap. It can't go this big. You've got to get bigger. So you get this bear trap where everybody says, oh, it's coming back down here to the mean. It doesn't get to the mean. Then you take off. Here's the mania phase. The media starts to get uh, crazy about it. The enthusiasm starts to go. FOMO all of a sudden takes over and you got greed. This is absolute delusion. New paradigm. Hit a hit a thousand. Then you get the denial that, oh my God, it's going back to a thousand. And the bull trap is... When it goes back up and then it's just coming back down and it returns to the mean. Okay? This one is 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 almost textbook. Right now, you're looking at SMCI down 10%. It's down 10% at $858. This is where I sold it at $850. I will have a chance to buy it back. I didn't buy into the mania. Yes, if you're trading on five minutes, yes. Buy into the mania. If you're trading on a daily, if you're trading on a four hour, if you're trading on any of those long term candles, do not buy into the mania. Trade it on a short term basis. That's what you want. And and th- I'll include this in the newsletter. Um, let me just see. I'm going to copy this so I have it. Uh, copy link and I'll put it. I, I will put this in the newsletter because right now SMCI is textbook on this. And kudos to TrendSpider for posting this stuff. Even if you don't have TrendSpider, uh, you should absolutely follow their uh, Twitter. 
They post charge for free. You don't have to have TrendSpider. You can do it in TrendSpider if you want TrendSpider. It is now $892 for the year. You get it by clicking on this top link in the link tree and then emailing me. I send you my four-hour algorithm. I send you all my watch list. I send you everything that I use to manage my portfolio. NVIDIA, on the other hand, I think this one, you just buy it. Like I said, I went over, I know I went over this, but if you don't have a position in NVIDIA, you just buy it. Social requests, Lou Dog. Uh, thank you so much, Gary, for responding to my question. I'm a novice investor that started in 2020 and I've made some mistakes. Uh, I look forward, let me see. Oh, I can't read this. Uh, I, I, I've made many mistakes. I look forward to hearing your podcast every day. You're awesome. Lou Dog, you're fine. Uh, I think he asked about Neo and what I said. Uh, my note to him, and this was a note that I wrote last night, mistakes happen, Lou Dog. It's part of learning curve. I've made some mistakes, the exact same mistakes that you made, which was buying and thinking it's going to come back. One mistake you should know, Lou Dog, your note included, uh, you are awesome. You put Y-O-U-R. Don't make me go third grade teacher on you and pull out my red Sharpie. Details matter. Don't get down about it. Just keep learning. Uh, details matter. Maybe you were in Neo and you didn't understand Neo and you didn't know it. Details matter. So first off, learn the apostrophe you are versus your. Uh, and second off, you're welcome. Keep listening. Keep learning. I mean, that's what that's what it's all about. Uh, H.B. Barnes wants me to look at CLSK. I don't know what CLS, CleanSpark. Ah, CleanSpark. Let me go over and see what CleanSpark does. Uh, CLSK. I was looking up the VIX earlier before. Uh, CleanSpark. Uh, it's a hold in the quant. Uh, it's a strong buy from Wall Street. CleanSpark, B. Riley, root among financial gainers. Let's look. This was yesterday. Let's look CleanSpark. Uh, oh, it just tells me the, the, that it gained 9% yesterday. Um, this is a company that do, do, do information technology, application software. Uh, I can go down here and I can read their description. Operates a Bitcoin miner in the Americas. It owns and operates data centers that primarily run on low carbon power. So it's a Bitcoin miner. I like Mara. I mean, honest to God, I just like Mara. We can go over here and we can look at uh, CLSK. Uh, most likely this is hype that you're asking about because it has been hyped up. Uh, Clean Spark is losing $82 million. Their forward PE is 45. That is super high for a company that is losing money. Uh, why is a, a Bitcoin miner losing money? Well, Mara's losing money as well. They're losing 350 and their forward PE is 1550. I like trading Mara because Mara has a, uh, uh, a, an incredible float, 215 million shares. CleanSpark has until 192. So I, I think you just pick between the two. Do I think it has long-term? Uh, I mean, here's Wall Street. So let's take a look. Again, Seeking Alpha is great. Let's look. Uh, it's average Wall Street price target, $12.03. It's low, $8. Where are you trading? $16.52. So you have 27% downside. Look at how this trades to its uh, to its target. I mean, when it's trading below its target, absolutely buy it. When it's trading above its target, I wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't touch it, but that doesn't mean you stay out of this. If you want to trade it on a short-term time frame, go ahead and trade it. I think it's fine. Uh, bullish Bites. Dude, these guys are awesome. Uh, if you're not following Bullish Bites on, it's bullish, B-U-L-L-I-S-H underscore B-Y-T-E-S on Instagram. These guys are great. Uh, they pointed out, he said, uh, dude, love the energy in your pod yesterday. You never said it would be, uh, but I could tell you were hyped. Uh, your content keeps getting better and better. Thank you guys for the nice words. Social request from the team here. We'd love you to look at ANET, Ariston Networks. Um, let's see. Uh, they wrote, their customers are Microsoft, Meta, Amazon, and more. Crushed their earnings and made a sweet recovery to the 260 range. Let me know if you think it fills the gap at 280. Here's the Wall Street analyst. It's a buy in Wall Street. Uh, you've got 8% upside to $291. You're trading at 268. Unlike CleanSpark, this one has an 8% upside to get to the price that Wall Street thinks it's worth. Uh, the valuation is crazy. It's crazy. It's ranked number one out of 46. This is a solid, solid company. I like this company. If we go over here and we look, um, because I'm going to use uh, apples to apples, forward PE of 31. Again, NVIDIA is lower, but this company's solid growth, PE 40, the price to sales 14, it's expensive. It's up 14% year to date. 
if we look again, the, the average price target, um, two ninety eight. Um, we look at this January eighth upgrade, but nobody put a price target on it. The last price target was December fourteenth, three hundred dollars. Uh, you can look down here. Nobody's really buying. They're exercising options, but nobody's really selling either after they exercise those options on February 20th. That's a pretty good sign. Does indicate that maybe there's something coming up here. Maybe they're going to uh, do something. Nobody wants to sell their options. When you see uh, people you know, exercise their options and then they don't sell them immediately, again, questionable, but not bearish. Not bullish, but not bearish, kind of in my mind. Because here's the, if you exercise those options, it indicates you want to sell them. If you don't sell them, you just say, it's not a good time to sell. And that's what, think management is really just stock traders. And so why do they not want to sell? Well, they don't want to sell because look at that MACD. That MACD is coming down. It's below the oscillator. It's about to cross up. You're about to get a buy. You're just getting out of this 8%. Now, the algorithm makes you 73% over two years. Buying and holding makes you 120%. Your average win on this is 11%. Why is this work? Uh, well, it, why do you want to listen to the algorithm? It provides you some safety. So when you get in, uh, you win, let's say, 55% of the time on this. And the reason is because it's an upward trending stock. So long term, you've pulled back to the nine day. You still have confirmation at 268. I don't know that you necessarily pull back to, to, to you know cover the gap to 280. The, what worries me about this weekly is look at how high that MACD is. Do we have more downside? I don't know. I mean, again, we're at all-time highs on the Qs. Uh, we're at all-time highs on the S&P. We're at all-time highs on the Dow. I mean, Arista Networks, it's part of the AI revolution. If you think the revolution still has room to go, get it. I mean, again, get it. But if you don't think that the, if you think we've reached uh, uh, the peak, don't buy it. Arista Networks, I've been looking to add to it. I'll probably buy it. Again, I was looking for a bottom on the four-hour algorithm. We're going to get a buy. Probably makes sense to look at a five-minute time frame now. Do we have any strength in today's session? Let's see. Uh, we're kind of getting into weakness. If I'm buying it today, I'm looking at this gap. Uh, that happened, what, yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. It gapped up from 254. This was NVIDIA earnings. I mean, it gapped up. We like the three-day rule because this does trade kind of with NVIDIA since it's an AI train. Um, you've got weakness in the short term. You've got st- extreme strength in the long term. But you haven't gone wrong in this one. So I would say, yeah, uh, I would say you, you probably want to buy. Again, the average price target is 299 uh, Chris from the, the uh, newsletter, great pod newsletter as always. And of course, congrats on your new Tesla. Thank you. I pick it up today. Uh, I've been eyeing S-U-R-G for a while. So let's you look up S-U-R-G. This is uh, Surge Pays. Uh, it's taking a dip, but looks on the good unusual metrics, solid outside of potential being hard to fill. What are your thoughts? I see a good 15% in the gaps up here. So I see weakness here uh, in the four hour. It's uh, scrolling down. The, the algorithm makes you 94%. The, um, the buying and holding makes you 159%. Probably a pretty good upward trend if I look at the weekly just based on that. You win 41% of the time. Your average win is 17%. So you've got hype here. I mean, you've got obvious, look, look at this, look, look at the volume. The volume levels are going up as it's coming down. You're kind of losing it. I would look, it seems, does seem to kind of hug this 50 day. You had your golden cross here where you moved. I mean, even if you bought at the golden cross and then you immediately lost, I mean, here, uh, say you bought right at the golden cross here and, and you got worried because you lost 20% and you wanted to get out. Well, it touched that 200 day. Use that 200 day as 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 really support. But if you uh, if you let me see, okay, we're gonna go there, and then we're gonna say, okay, we're gonna move here because we're back here. You're still up 15 percent. Again, even though you're seeing this this thing, you're 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 making after this this initial move down, you're making higher highs and and, and higher lows. And then you pull back. It's extreme. I, you know, again, I don't know the news on this one. S U R G. Let's go look at uh, S U R G here. Uh, strong buy, strong buy. Uh, you've got eighty percent upside. 
But let's let's look here because I like to see uh, the dates of the analysts, and I can look at the analysts over on um, Seeking Alpha as well. But I don't see too many people. Yeah, it's floated 11 million shares. It's 128 million market cap, so it is small. Uh, the PE is not horrible. It's software, but you can't argue with the fact that the quant says it's strong buy. Wall Street says it's strong buy, and Seeking Alpha analysts, and it's got A pluses. Chris, I don't think it's a bad one. And you got 80% upside. I just don't see here. Uh, let's see Wall Street. Um, Wall Street ratings analysts. Uh, there are, oh, that's why. It's one, one, two analysts cover it in the last 90 days. One is a buy two is a, and one is a strong buy. So that's why it's a strong buy there. If we look at the quant and we go here, uh, it looks like it's just gotten out of there. So probably with some of their uh, valuation things uh, moving, yeah, it was it was a it was a hold back here uh, where it was four dollars and eighty six cents, and now you're at seven dollars and thirty seven cents. And Wall Street analysts, I mean, there's only two analysts, but they think it's thirteen dollars stock. I don't think again, if you want to take a, advantage of it, I, I don't think it's a bad one. SMK Telecom is the number one here, but this is number four. So you know more about it, Chris, than I do. I don't think it's a bad one. I think you'd be fine. Dan, do you have a preferred trading platform? I've heard you mention Webull and others. So uh, here's my thoughts on trading platforms. Uh, and I, I call them brokerages, but you know, Webull is a trading platform. I love the app in Webull. You can get up to 75 free stocks. I think it's 10 now, but you get free stocks right here. Uh, join Webull on the fourth link. You can join Webull. There's links in the description if you're on YouTube or anything else. There's links all over the place. You can get uh, free stocks. I like Webull for their um, for their app. So let me be perfectly clear. If you have more than $2,500 and you're looking for a brokerage, uh, just email me. My email's up here in the link tree. It's dailystockpick3 at gmail.com. I will hook you up with my, uh, my financial advisor, uh, Stuart, at Fidelity. Uh, if you have $2,500, he'll take your money in. Uh, Fidelity is phenomenal. And let me tell you why Fidelity is, is phenomenal. You want Fidelity or Schwab. Those are the two that I really think are good. Uh, Schwab just took over TD Ameritrade, I think, um, or maybe it was Morgan Stanley, I forget. But you want one of those big guys. And the reason you want one of those big guys are the services and uh, things that they provide. So things that Webull doesn't provide, but but Fidelity does. Uh, and I don't know if Webull provides this, but you know, honest to God, it would be hard for me to find. It's just easy for me to find. And this isn't because I'm a high net worth individual. Let me be clear. Fidelity provided, so I had to pay a, a, a large five-figured cash amount for my car. Uh, and how do you get that five-figure cash uh, from your bank account or your brokerage account to uh, Tesla? Well, uh, Fidelity, I called up Fidelity. said, give me, tell me how I do this. You know, do I have to go get a cashier's check somewhere, uh, at your offices, blah, blah, blah. They said, no, we can wire the money, uh, and just tell us where to wire it to. And I said, well, how much did that cost? No, that's free. Uh, Fidelity clients, you know, Hey, you get it for free. So not only did I get it for free, I did it on Thursday at 6 PM. I filled out, you know, I, I was on the phone. They helped me fill it out. Well, we sent it over. They said, since it's after 4 p.m., if you had gotten in at four, uh, before 4 p.m., it would have been uh, by business closed today. But since it's after uh, 4 p.m., it's going to be by business closed tomorrow. So I, I'm supposed to pick up the car today. This was Wednesday night. Yesterday afternoon, Tesla uh, sent me an email and said, hey, we, we just need a screenshot that you sent it to us. Uh, we haven't received it yet, but we just need a screenshot that you sent it to us. So I screenshot it that I sent it to them, but it didn't totally include all the information. So they said, we trust you. Uh, just, you know, it'll probably be there. Just make sure that you stay in contact, blah, blah, blah. Their software last night uh, it, it texted me. We got your wire. Everything's done. Uh, Fidelity called me back and made sure that I knew that it was all done, that everything had completed. This is the service that you want from a brokerage house. Webull does not provide that service. So as you get more money in your account, you want the services that these brokerage houses provide. This is just a for instance. The other thing is uh, Webull just emails me a tax form. 
uh, when I go on uh, Fidelity's website, they outline everything about my taxes. Again, it's a different level of service. And do I pay for it? No. Uh, I know I'm a high net worth individual. I may get some benefits where I don't have to wait like 30 seconds. I wait 30 seconds or less on the phone because I've got a specific group that I call. Yes, I may get some preferential treatment, but I can tell you even when I had less money, Fidelity was always my top pick. I moved, I had E-Trade, I had Merrill Lynch, I had TD Ameritrade, I had Schwab, uh, I had Bank of America, I had, I had tons of these companies. And, and, and I basically said, once I got enough money uh, together, I said, why am I in all these companies? Let me find one. I did my research. Fidelity is the one that I picked. It may not be yours, Dan, but if you are a trader and you have a small account, I love the Webull app. Even if you have another brokerage firm, I still love the Webull app. I threw $1,000 in there. I'm at like $4,600. Uh, and by the way, one of these days, I will do a live. I'm just going to sell everything in Webull uh, because I'm at long-term uh, and I'm going to rebalance that portfolio. So uh, that's what I'm going to do live one of these days too, for probably for paid members, uh, paid newsletter subscribers. Uh, I am going to do a live trading session for paid member, uh, paid newsletter subscribers as well uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks. Watch out for your email or just email me and ask me if you're a paid member. Um, yeah. So, Dan, that, that's it. Uh, Scott wants me to look at AMD. AMD is going to trade with NVIDIA. I mean, earnings for these uh, these companies just came out. AMD is going to trade with NVIDIA. I said it before. Uh, I put this in. Uh, with earnings coming up on January 30th, the AI chip has gone some craze. The one, uh, this one may see some pullbacks. I'm long on this one. I am long. This was written prior to January 30th. And I put this range in prior to January 30th. And the reason I put that range in is see it going into earnings. I said, this is where I see the range coming. And so maybe I'm a savant. Maybe I see this. But look at where we are on the range. Uh, You opened up today at 181. Uh, Right now you're at 178. You're down 1.9%. I think you at least pull back to the 165 level. So do I want AMD? Yes. If you don't have AMD, it's time to get it. Look at that MACD crossing down there. Look at it, you know, the, the, the algorithm has you in today at 181. Get it. It's trading at 178. Just get it. If we look at the long term of AMD, uh, you can see back here, we are at 167. We, we passed all-time highs. Uh, do you get into it here? I think so. I mean, you've again, this is a long-term buy and hold for me. So it's not one that I necessarily trade. Scans, we had a ton there is a ton. I'm not going to go over every one. Uh, there are a ton of leveraged ETFs. There are a ton of Vanguard ETFs. There's a healthcare one, GE Healthcare. That one's significantly moving. Uh, I love that one. Pinterest, P-I-N-S. Uh, this is one um, that I bought. Uh, I think this this one has an opportunity to gap fill. Uh, it's got a cross up here at 3602 on the algorithm. Look at how far that MACD is down. Look at how, uh, the RSI is down at 42 in no man's land. I think this one, in my mind, I'm going to dollar cost average my loss here. I bought at 46, uh, I'm sorry, uh, 30. No, did I buy at 40? Uh, I think I bought at 30, ooh, it's 36, 37, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, the day, uh, before the earnings. Yeah, it might, it might've been at 40. Maybe I bought it 40, but I've written it all the way down. I believe in this, uh, again, th- this company, uh, I believe in this social network. I believe in Elliott management, the, uh, the people that are in this one, this is one that I wanted to point out because we did have a cross up 3602. You're trading at 35. We don't have confirmation. I would wait for confirmation. The algorithm loses you 47% in this. Understand this is a weak, weak algorithm stock, but I like it with that gap. And so I, I want you to trade this on, on confirmation. I don't want you to trade this just because it got a, an algorithm. The algorithm made the, loses you 47%. If you bought two years ago, you've made 50% by just buying and holding. Your average win in the algorithm is 8%, but you only win 30% of the time. It doesn't have these enormous moves. Like this 29% move, that's way above the average. Uh, I don't think you're think you're going to see a 29% move in this, but I did want to point out this gap. If you have any questions, again, link trees here. Uh, I suggest you know the the tools that I use. 
Trend Spider, uh, get that one. Uh, Seeking Alpha, I went over how you're going to use it. You're not going to regret. 189 bucks. It's fantastic. Alpha Picks, you want to beat the S&P, click on that link, find out how. Um, these guys, they just released their SMCI uh, update, so you can get an analysis of SM- SMCI. These guys were in SMCI. Remember I showed that chart uh, of SMCI here at TrendSpider? These guys were here during the stealth phase. That was 2022 they bought in. So uh, again, Seeking Alpha Alpha picks, it, it's, it's basically two stocks per month, and they buy and hold it. Uh, or they sell it when it gets to a certain point. You can read up about how they uh, how they pick stocks. There's a great podcast if you just search, search Seeking Alpha about the Alpha pick stuff. Um, yeah, it's great. So I will talk to you guys uh, Monday because today is Friday. Uh, paid newsletter this weekend. It will be all about candlesticks, trading just on candlesticks. Because again, uh, from a uh, education standpoint, I've gone over a lot of stuff. Um, that has fundamentals and it has uh, indicators and it has stuff like that. I haven't focused on candlesticks and candlesticks. You can use it to trade on a, a five minute a weekly. You can just look at the candlestick and uh, identify the trend and you can use it. So I'll, I'll kind of guide you on uh, which candlestick patterns I like, uh, things of that. Again, it's going to be a paid newsletter, um, but my newsletter for the most part is free. If you don't want to support me, uh, I don't. I, I love that you just subscribe for free. Uh, you don't have to pay me, but I do think there have been some benefits for the paid one members. Uh, it's 15 bucks a month. I think I raised the price to $135 a year. And I'm going to raise the price again, just FYI. Uh, as I do more lives, as I do other stuff, I'm going to raise the price again. If you lock in a price, uh, even if it's a monthly price for 15 bucks a month, you get that for the life as long as you continue that subscription. Just be aware. That is the the pledge that I make to people, uh, the people who got in early and and were OGs of the podcast and got in for fifty bucks a month or fifty bucks a year. They're still paying fifty bucks a year, so they get a discount as long as they continue to pay for that for the year. So get in before I start raising. Inflation is real. <laughs> Your boy has inflation. I'm inflating stuff, but I'm providing a lot more. So that's why I raised the price just because. Of, and I don't think, I mean, listen, there are guys out there. I, I was on live the other night. Uh, there's a guy charging $1,000 for a four-hour course. $1,000 for a four-hour. I guarantee you the fucker's just moving some uh, moving averages and saying, yeah, we want to buy here on confirmation. And here's some Fibonacci charts. Uh, oh, and, and here's the RSI. For a thousand dollars, for a thousand dollars, come on! And I'm charging you, uh, you know, a hundred and thirty-five dollars for a year. Uh, again, put that into a month. It's ten bucks a month. Skip a meal at McDonald's. Get the Happy Meal instead of the 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 Whopper combo. <laughs> There's my money tip for the day. Have a great weekend, guys. I'll talk to you later. Every Bye. morning I wake up to the sound of the trading bell. My heart starts to pound.